gotta put our, you know, we got off to a good start. We gotta keep our foot on the net, though. You know, who cares? Just run the score. Up, you know what I'm saying? It's, we gotta, as offense, as you know, players, we gotta, we gotta bite down and keep our foot on that net and keep going. Love the W. The game's over. Love. It. That's Calvin Ridley, Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver, who opened the touchdown scoring for the 2023 International Series. First game at Wembley Stadium, won by the Jacksonville Jaguars, 23-7 over the Atlanta Falcons. Seemed like there wouldn't be a contest in this. The Jags went in 17-0 up at halftime. But out came the Falcons, who scored a touchdown of their own. Drake London in London, the opening drive of the second half. But Desmond Ritter just couldn't get this offense moving. He had a day to forget. He had a pick six. That was followed up by another interception. The Jags were coasting at halftime. There was a funky decision towards the end of the second quarter where the Jags were fourth and one. I think they were well into the red zone. Would have been a chip shot for a field goal, which would have put them 20-0 up, but decided to go for it. They didn't get it. And they went, therefore, they went in 17 nothing at the half. And when the Falcons came back and scored after halftime, you did wonder whether the tide would change. Drake London had an amazing grab in the fourth quarter, deep into the end zone, couldn't get both feet down. That would have made it interesting. That would have obviously put them, well, 13 points in the PAT, 14 points on the board, which... Would have made a game of it towards the end. It didn't quite happen. Bijan Robinson, my goodness, people downstairs outside the Jags locker room were saying what a talent this guy is. And we haven't seen somebody move like that, have his awareness and just pure skill for quite some time. Why the Falcons didn't use him more, I don't know. Things seem to work when the ball is in Robinson's hand, either if he's catching it or if he's running with it. Spatial awareness is second to none. You've never known anything like it. I mean, of course we have, and there's been plenty of running backs with talent like that that we've seen in the NFL. But currently, I mean, the way that guy cuts and moves is a sight to behold. So we were given a treat, Bijan Robinson, here at Wembley Stadium. In this very special episode of the Transatlantic Sports Show, by the way, please give us a follow at TASS underscore UK. we got some nice J Drake London footage from inside the tunnel before the game if you want to go check those videos and please follow us and subscribe to the transatlantic sports show we're also on x at t-a-s-s -S underscore uk i'm anthony Watson. you can find me at a-r Watson, w-o-o-t-t-o-n on x as well so coming up in this program we're going to hear from calvin ridley uh, we're going to go into the jags winning locker room and we're going to have a special guest a guy just happened to be sat next to the one and only Mike Carlson, NFL royalty over here in the UK. Let's get things started and head into that Jags locker room. Good, you know, got an end zone, got, a, got my team a touchdown, put us on the board, really good. We got some momentum, we got some energy, we, we know we were down two, we, we got one back, now we're looking for the next one. We got to put our, you know, we got off to a good start, we got to keep our foot on the net though, you know. Who cares? Just run the score up. You know what I'm saying? We gotta, as offense, as you know, players, we gotta, we gotta bite down and keep our foot on that net and keep going. Love the W. The game's over. Love. It. Oh yeah. You know, Trevor's. Yeah. He got. He can throw it. You know, the wheels. Um, 
that's why I say, you know, when the play, you know, get break down, we still have a chance. I mean, we could create so much more offense with his scrambling ability and him looking down the field and we running open. We can, you know, we could create so much more offense by him doing that and us running around. Calvin, did you hear the sweet Caroline in the middle of the play? The fans singing. Oh, yeah, they love that song, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, hearing it from them, yeah, I mean, wow, it was it was pretty cool. It was, it was, it was pretty cool to play in that stadium. Ingram uh, made the play on that play when they were singing, but how important has he been to you guys? The, the first down catches, the, just the rhythm plays. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I say this all the time to myself and to teammates, but I really think uh, Evan's one of the best tight ends in the NFL. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of tight ends that, you know, could play. He, he can really run the routes like a receiver, and he's just a dog. So I, I respect Evan and uh, just love being on this team. Man, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, we, it was a big play, an explosive play. Uh, uh, like for a guy that's been working his butt off since he got here, gets his former team. Um, we as offense wanted to start fast. Uh, it was just a, a bunch of events that you know our team needed, um, and it got us going for the day. Oh yeah, no, Trevor's Trevor's a monster. Uh, no, he should be running more. Honestly, there was a couple he probably could have ran even more. Uh, but uh, he's a great athlete, great guy. Uh, great after you know play breaks down, he can make something happen. So we heard that from Calvin Ridley. I mean, his play opened up. He was very humble with his response to scoring against his former team. But, you know, he got things going. Didn't quite happen for him after that touchdown. It was Christian Kirk who was the main target for Trevor Lawrence. But Evan Ingram, as you heard there, you know, we heard from Evan Ingram in that piece. Uh, and you heard Calvin Ridley praise Evan Ingram, one of the best tight ends that he's played with. He had, had himself a game here at Wembley as well. Seven catches off eight targets for 59 yards. Christian Kirk, by the way, 12 targets, eight catches, 84 yards. And Calvin Ridley had just the two receptions and two targets, but he got that all-important touchdown for the Jaguars. Incidentally, Drake London over here in London had three catches for 28 yards and the touchdown. But Jonu Smith was the leading receiver. Who'd have thought that the tight end for the Falcons, the leading receiver, with six targets, six receptions, and 95 yards. If you had him in your fancy football team, well, well done you. You certainly trumped everybody else. Right, let's go hear what Trevor Lawrence, the winning quarterback, and Doug Peterson, winning head coach, had to say about this performance at Wembley Stadium. Yeah, hopefully the first team to win two games in a row here. That would be, that would be great. That would be a success for us. But, um, no, I think just obviously – uh, when we were here last year, we didn't didn't play great. Personally, myself, I didn't play great. So kind of kind of go back and you know back to the drawing board and, and, and right that wrong. Being here for ten days, which is a little different. Kind of get to settle in, um, which will be great. So I think we're excited. We know what we you know we know what we're here for. At the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, anytime you can um, obviously win a game, you feel good about yourself and and um, <clears throat> um, yeah, I thought the offense the offense did some good things today. Um, picked up some big third downs in the second half. Obviously, those last two drives, I mean, we, you know, balls at the 10-yard line. You go down, you get field goal. Balls at the 6-yard line, go down and get three. And then we finish the game the same way. So, um, yeah, there, I mean, there's still some things we got to work on and, and clean up. But obviously, um, yeah, you know, much better today by the offense. Well, the pick six was huge, um, you know, after after the offense had scored and, and, and 
I thought the defense played played pretty solid all all day. Um, you know, the one the, the drive at the start of the third quarter, obviously, you know, you like to do better there. But and then and then holding them out of the end zone, you know, when they did um, at the end of the game and um, yeah, just a just a overall the turnovers, um, Josh's performance. There's just a lot of a lot of good effort today, and, and they played together as a team. That, that's that's the the sign that we're we're headed in the right direction. We're we're getting some things fixed, and and um, still got some work to do, obviously. But very very pleased with uh, today's win. Yeah, it feels it feels great. Uh, guys are excited. I'm excited. Um, you know, and and anytime you you come all the way over here and and uh, you know spend a couple days and. And uh, get a chance to to play a football game. It's uh, you know it's exciting for for our organization for Mr. Khan and and uh, for us to get a win. Obviously, is is big. Stood outside the Atlanta Falcons tunnel in Wembley Stadium, and right in front of me, actually, by the time you've listened to this podcast, you will have seen on the screen the giant flag so right in front i've got to almost duck out the way here there we go literally passing over me is a union jack and i can see the star spangled banner as well so these are big floating devices and the flags are going to be lowered i guess during the national anthem you will have seen that on your screens that is yet to come for me here but that is what the image is like here in the bowels of Wembley Stadium and then as the flags pass by in front of me I can see the tunnel entrance for the Atlanta Falcons so pretty soon these flags will go out the Atlanta Falcons will come out footage you will have seen on our Twitter feed go to TASS underscore UK also on Instagram and on YouTube so if you want to see the video footage of the Atlanta Falcons leaving through the tunnel and out onto the field at the start of this London series game, then go check us out. But for now, we've gone back in time and I can see some celebrities walking past. Lots of action taking place here in Wembley Stadium for the first of the three NFL London games to take place. This one, of course, Wembley Stadium. The next two head to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. You can hear the crowd outside being G'd up by the MC. There's a big call for Duval. The flags, the guys holding it up. Essentially, it's like the start of a birthday party and you see families coming over. And this is could be the dad with a big bag of balloons. It looks like a huge bag. It doesn't look heavy at all. It's inflated with helium. But uh, yeah, these guys are well prepared. They're waiting for the calls to go out to... Um, Carry the flags. So the Falcons have just exited the tunnel. Kyle Pitts has just run out in front of me, number eight, into the Wembley crowd. There were some jeers, there's some Duval chants outside the tunnel from the Jaguars fans. But Matt Collins, I can see, number 18 as well, walking. I've met him a few years ago when he was with the Eagles 2018, five years ago. I can see them all out now in the distance. The Atlanta Falcons on the field for this week four matchup. Falcons versus Jaguars, the first of three NFL games here in London. The only one at Wembley Stadium. There we go, the Jags 
pack up bags here at their home from home, Wembley Stadium, 85,716 fans here. It really did feel like a Jags turnout, more so than ever, I think, uh, at Wembley Stadium. They head now up to Hambury Manor in Hertfordshire, which will be their base for the week. They've got a couple of days off just to rest and chill in London, which is probably something they've never done before. And then they gear up over here in Hertfordshire, preparing to take on as the road team at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, the Buffalo Bills. I mean, what we wanted as UK fans is an NFL UK as a story is for the Jags to win this game. And this is no disrespect to the Atlanta Falcons, but what we get now is an interesting matchup against two strong AFC teams, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills coming over to London. The Jags, for the first time, are going to be the first ever NFL team to play back-to-back games, regular season games, outside of the US. And the narrative will be Will we get the first ever team to win on two consecutive weeks in London? It's a big task for the Jags ahead. They know it's a, it's a tall order coming up, but these are the games that they want to be involved in. The likes of the number one teams from the other AFC divisions. The Bills will provide a stern test, but it's going to be an interesting match. We can enjoy the Jags being here all week, the preparation for it. And then later in the week, here on the Transatlantic Sports Show, we'll head over to the Grove, where the Buffalo Bills will arrive on Friday. And hopefully catch up with our old friend, the long snapper, Reed Ferguson, amongst others. And Josh Allen, we'll hear from him later in the week. And of course, Sean McDermott, the head coach as well. Now, before we go, let's hear from our very special guest. As I said, I'm sat in my seat kind of sat on the wrong side. I thought this was the east side. Um, ended up sat on the west side, but it didn't matter. The seat was free. This guy as well thought he was sitting in the east side. Turned out to be on the west side. We sat together. We shared multiple sweets. Many cookies. Our diabetes, sugar, blood sugar levels are probably through the roof by the end of here. But here is my chat with the one, the only, Mike Carlson. Arrived at Wembley Stadium, you know, you meet these people and you catch up with old friends and I come and sit myself down and who to find next to me? The only sat me next to NFL royalty, Mike Carlson. Mike, how did this happen? How did what happen? That I sat next to you? I actually went to the wrong seat and decided I would stay because it was so much fun. It's been an interesting game though, I mean, you know, well, well worth it and a great crowd. Um, uh, with everything except the kind of Duval kind of chance for the uh, for the Jags, but you know it's been a, it's fascinating because the Jags had a second quarter that was perfect football and got away from it in the second half. And Atlanta has been kind of steady, but they just can't depend on a passing game. Uh, Robinson, Bjorn Robinson has looked really good, but the only receiver that actually has delivered is John U. Smith, the most unlikely one of the group. It's, it's been really interesting, isn't it? We've been sat here watching Desmond Ritter, and throughout that first half, he was literally a deer in the headlights. He's, he's come out more in the second half, and he's made some plays, but he is a real weak point on this Falcons offense. Yeah, he, the, the main thing to me seems to be his rush awareness and his slowness at moving away from the first read. They had a play where... Um, 
it was a design play that was supposed to go to his right, but Bijan Robinson just slipped out to the left and was all alone. He never had an idea that he was there. Uh, he had a bad sack where he turned into, he turned away from one sacker and into two more. Just a kind of lack of awareness in that sense. And, I mean, he could come along, and he's not, he's not really asked to do that much because the team wants to run the ball a lot. But they've got all these big receivers. You would think they'd be using them better. I was in that tunnel as the Falcons came out, and Kyle Pitts, man, I mean, the guy is a human mountain. Yeah. We've, we've talked about his ability as a, as a tight end, but as a receiver and a receiving option, we've just seen the, the play towards the end of the, uh, the fourth quarter where Drake London, he, he couldn't keep his feet down, and it was obviously an incomplete pass, but, I mean, Kyle Pitts yeah, is... Was- London was, was, it was a great job of forcing him out, basically. But, you know, London's a tall receiver who's built almost like a tight end. And Pitts is a tall tight end who's built more like a receiver. And the problem is you, you don't get the mismatch with Pitts because teams don't play him like a tight end. They play him like a receiver. And that makes it a bit easier for them. And I thought you'd see a lot more of, say, Cordero Patterson in the backfield and B.J.N. Robinson lining up as a wide receiver because they have these options, but they don't seem to be using them much. And finally, this uh, Jack's crowd, you mentioned it, 85,716 in attendance. It's the first time I've ever really noticed a loud crowd on third down. Yeah, and they're they're geeing them up as well. But they, it's also been a very pro Jacksonville crowd, uh, and that surprised me a little bit because usually you don't expect it. But I think rather than just choosing a team, there's a lot of Jags fans here. Well, Mike, good luck printing off all that sugar. We've got a lot of sweets, a lot of cookies. I'll see you at Tottenham. <laughs> Thank you. I'll see you there if I can get home tonight. There we go. That is a wrap. My thanks to Mike Carlson. I mean. Fantastic insight throughout the game. We had a laugh as well along the way. Many jokes were shared. Many sweets were shared. Sugar was eaten. Cookies consumed. It was a fun afternoon. We had a gay old time, me and Iron Mike Carlson. Make sure you check him out on the Nat Coombs Show podcast. Hopefully I'll hook up with him again at Tottenham next week. We'll be back with you on the Transatlantic Sports Show from Tottenham. So please hit subscribe and download our podcast at your podcast provider and check out our YouTube transatlantic sports show TASS underscore UK, our Instagram and our X feed, all that at TASS underscore UK for video content. Can't wait. Tottenham Hotspur, the venue for Jags versus Bills. We've got two weeks of NFL action in London. We've got the likes of Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, coming over Stefan Diggs you name it there's star talent coming we've had star talent here Trevor Lawrence showed glimpses of the star power that he has man Bijan Robinson we definitely had a future superstar in our presence at Wembley Stadium didn't quite happen for him we'll see what happens now for the Jags moving forward I'm Anthony Watson this is the Transatlantic Sports Show and until next time <laughs>